On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about a new medical marijuana doctor in Ivanhoe. There was a house cut in two in Baldwin Park. And so long, Rich Devon. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor, back from vacation, also from Bungalore.com. How you doing, Brendan? I missed you. Did you? I did. Why'd you miss me? You had Big Tim filling in for me. I missed Big Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Big Tim did a great job. Uh, he did a great job. I listened in up in Canada. Nothing you guys else have to do. radio and internet up there? We have Morse code. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Morse, Morse code and smoke signals. I'll tell you, what, one thing we did not have was Wi-Fi, Oh, which was very tough for me. So you had like a wind-up thing that you had to do. Basically. I yeah. could hear the hamsters turning the wheels. <laughs> I, they, my parents, not probably up until like a year ago, had dial-up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now they have yeah, satellite. They still got an AOL account? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have it. We had road road runner. Right? I can't remember. Everything's RR road road runner. Sure. Right. I don't know. Crazy middle of nowhere. Uh, it was beautiful. Beautiful. Well, anyway, we had a good time, but we're glad to have you back this week, Brendan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Thanks for letting me return. And so uh, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and all the surrounding bungalow neighborhoods like College Park and Winter Park and Delaney Park and. Soto, Paramore, and Paramore, and Thornton Park, and Baldwin Park, all those places, and uh, Church Street. We get all the information on bungalower.com. As we said, your source for hyperlocal news. Did I say that right? Hyperlocal news. I've had one sip of a drink and I'm already slurring. What are you things. drinking? We're here at Ceviche. We are at Ceviche. Ceviche here Bar, downtown Orlando. One of my Tabaz. favorite places to get food in downtown. It's uh, it really is. They've got a great happy hour. I know from four to seven. You can get $5, $6, and $7 drink increments, and uh, they've got some delicious tapas to share with your friends. Yeah, so, and some of the tapas are like $4. You can get all kinds of stuff, so come and check out Ceviche. But, but yeah, we're here having a good time, and uh, if you've missed any of our episodes, you can get them on iTunes. You can get them on Google Play, but uh, the most important episode is the one that you're listening to right, right now. Right now. So, Brendan, last yes. week I had to do the heavy lifting, and I knew nothing about what was going on in Orlando. So I'm really glad to have you back. I'm, uh, I am I know I need to go away every once in a while just so you can appreciate Oh no, I appreciate you every how week. much work goes into this. No, you, you totally do a lot of work. So what is happening? You've been gone, but you've still been keeping up with stuff. What is happening, Brendan? I, uh, I don't know how this happened. I don't know how I kept abreast. Of everything. I just want to say abreast in a sense. Uh, trash to trends. Well, actually, first of all, we just broke this news today. I don't know how we broke this before everybody else, but Rich DeVos died. I actually saw it. Did you? I saw it in the Detroit Free Press because oh, he okay. lives in Michigan. Well, Detroit, I'm, I'm locally. Okay. You had it up first? I think so. You had a good NBC, story, too. NBC beat us. Um, so Rich DeVos, owner of the Orlando Magic. Amway. And Amway. 90. Dead. Two years 92, old? 92. Died this morning. Yeah. Of an Thursday, infection, they said. Of an infection resulting from Don't know. surgery. Oh, okay. Uh, an earlier surgery. And this, he's, I know he was on a second heart. Hadn't been seen for a while in public. Yeah. Uh, I believe this is the, he's the sis, the brother of uh, Betsy. Betsy. I don't, I think he's younger. I think he's older. Older. I thought she married into the family. I could be Did wrong, she? though. I could be totally wrong. I don't know how their family, family tree looks. All I know is, uh, 
His name's on a lot of things here locally. He, it is. He's one it of is. the most was one of the most wealthiest people. I saw on in the so world. He was the like the three hundred and eighty fifth richest person in the world at five point eight billion dollars. And at one like point that. was the most was in the top ten most wealthy people in in America. Oh, I believe that. So yeah, he uh, they owns the magic. Family owns the magic. Uh, obviously, their name is on the Amway Arena, Amway Center. Even though they only paid for twelve percent of it, <laughs> the rest, yeah, us. So he would, I guess, he would come to games every now and then. But you know, I didn't see him a ton. They no. lived in Michigan. They lived in Grand, Grand Rapids. Rapids area, yeah. and uh, a bastion yeah. for diversity. <laughs> I don't Grand know if that's going to go on his tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> his, I know he. Uh, we talked about it before. He. <laughs> Donated a lot of money to some uh, very conservative, very Christian charities. Yeah, yeah. Charities loosely, uh, organizations probably is that more apt. May not agree with your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protecting yeah. the family from people like me. Yeah, uh, but so, he's dead now, so it's all up to Dick, <laughs> his son, it's, it's, Dick it's, and Doug. You know, I was thinking about this walking over because I parked over by the Amway Center. Uh, walking over here to ceviche hmm. and you know where i where i grew up in michigan the owner of the football or not the football the baseball team and the hockey team his name is mike illich he died recently within the last year or two and like it was like a huge deal because he was such like a detroit guy grew up in detroit owns little caesars sure uh you know just well known throughout the community gave money you know, obviously had some people that didn't like what he did he did a lot of Demolition there's a point, of buildings. There's a point where you make a lot of money in your public where everyone will hate you. Point is, what I'm getting at here is that I just don't know. That's not going to happen here with the DeVos family or the rich DeVos. Yes, he owned the magic. I'm sure they gave to charities and all that. But, like, I just don't think he had a presence here in Orlando. No, he didn't I, live here. I agree. I yeah, agree. You don't have to live here to own a team. I just don't think you're that sort of. I think you should. And I think uh, <laughs> I think you should also be spending money in places like Tampa. Yeah. So people know that we have a yeah. team here. Yeah. You know, yeah. You can come here and see a game. True. True. So I just I just don't know if there's going to be these sort of things that happen like when, when an owner of a team who lived in the community and died in the community. It's, it's just not the same. I agree. So, I agree. So uh, anyway. anyway, his picture's on the Amway Center right now. Mr. DeVos. Yeah. We'll see what happens next. I mean, I don't see know. Later. Somebody mentioned on my Facebook page that they don't even think Amway is going to continue to have their name on the building, which is probably a five-year deal, 10-year deal. Will they re-up when they come to it? I don't know. I don't know where that came That's from. That's a good way to eventually get 100% of your funds from the person who has their name on your arena. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look mean, what happened to Camping World. They, I mean, that went from the Citrus Bowl to Camping World. We'll see if, I mean, I don't know. This is just somebody but had this mentioned. this was built specifically for one group. The Magic. Yeah. All right. Owned by. True. The Amway Empire. True. Right? So what happens? Can you just rename it? I think they might. I don't know. Like, what Because the, the city owns the building. Amway don't own the building. Magic don't own the building. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. The city does. Oh. Yeah. So they own. I know we it. paid just, for it. I didn't know if we owned it. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure the city owns it. I don't know. They own Let's all. Ask our they producer. own a lot of the venues. Let's ask our, hey producer, do you know what we're talking about? Pretty sure that John is right. Yeah. Very rarely does that happen. Go home. Go home, producer. Besides the soccer stadium, which they own that, okay. but uh, you know, Citrus, the Citrus or the Camping World Stadium, 
Uh, keep talking. Keep Bob talking Carr, about this guy. I want to try this tuna ceviche. Amway Center. They're all owned by the city or some version of the city. I think it's called Orlando Venues. Is what the actual name is. Oh yeah, it's operated by. Yeah, yeah that's true. So anyway, we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it, it might be that for the next ten years. It it just depends on what the family wants to do. Now you have somebody, and you might have a family that says, "Look, you know, maybe we don't want to be in the basketball business anymore. We want to do something else." Yep. And then they put the team up for sale. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what Dick and Doug say. We'll see what happens. Good old Dick and Doug. Uh, remember the Inside Out project? Maybe. It's kind of breaking news. So JR, the artist, one of the most, he's a huge international artist. And he came to Orlando, I want to say, in November? Oh, yeah, yeah. He did the Dreamers thing. It was like portraits of people that he would wheat paste on the side of a building. They did it in Mills 50. And they it's going to be there for all eternity. <laughs> A little bit. A little <laughs> bit longer than the one week it stayed up last time. Uh, they didn't get whoever... The correct approvals were not solicited from the building owner last time. Yeah. And when they found out that their building in Mills 50 had been wheat pasted with faces, they promptly had it all pressure washed off. JR the Artist, who just won an award. Hey, let's ask the producer, do you know <laughs> what JR the Artist won an award for? I can't remember. He was also on a big awards show. JR the artist. Was it for his documentary, Faces Places? Yes. Thank you so much. Look at that. I wouldn't have got I that. I love having a producer. Me too. And then, so he's coming back this weekend. So anybody if in support of Dreamers, uh, Dreamers being people who, it was like the Dreamer Act. Yeah. That protected children, domestically born children of illegal immigrants. Correct? Is that right? You're somewhere close to Is that, that. Okay. Yeah. Man, I just got hit by that cocktail. I'm yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. The pharmacia. You don't have to be born here. You could be, You could have been born somewhere else, but brought here as a child. Brought here under as a the child. age of 18. You can stay, become. Yeah, this was something Obama an American acted, citizen enacted, and, and Trump doesn't like it. it. Yeah, but or, they haven't made a decision on what they want to do with the And DACA so this is like, come get your portrait taken. They'll put it on the side of a building. So wait, they're, they're going to redo this? They're redoing it at Julio Lima's uh, Orange Studio in Mills 50. It's the orange building in the middle of Mills 50. And they're going to do three sides of the building are going to be adorned with his face. And okay, and our producer has his <laughs> gavel out. What do you have to say, sir? The, the cause for that you have the cause wrong. This is about voting. Oh. Well, I haven't written about it yet, so <laughs> when I write about it, you'll see. But the artist is coming back. Yeah. Okay. That's the important thing. All right. Gosh, maybe can, I don't want to produce it. Can anybody get can anybody <laughs> get their photo up again like last time? Yeah, but like don't smile. The the issue no. is like this is Voting like in is solidarity of. This is in solidarity. Like it's it's a serious thing. This isn't a selfie it? tower. It's not a selfie tower. People were showing up and like peace signs like, "Oh, look at me." Oh. Smiley face emoji. Like, no. Like. You got to be serious. Yeah, like power fisted up, yo. All right. Yeah. Be woke. All right. <laughs> When's, when, do you know what day this is? Saturday and Sunday, okay. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, don't ask me the I address. I they have permission this time. They do. From Good. Julio Lima, who I love. They're expecting it to be up for the next four months. Good. After which, at least the front space is going to be replaced by a mural that I've been working on. Ooh. So I know I had a little bit of a panic attack when I saw that this mural was going up. I thought I'd lost my space. <laughs> so we're doing something really cool with a local artist, uh, Sleds. 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 With a Z? Lito. Shiani Lito. 
Uh, with an S. Okay, good. Yeah, not that hip. Okay, not like, yet. Like straight tripping. What do you think of this house that got split in half in Baldwin Park? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm so thankful. I just saw the photos. I didn't even read the stories hardly. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. I actually wrote about it really quickly, and I could see traffic on it online went crazy yeah. of people viewing it, but nobody clicked. They were just like, oh, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this house was being repaired on like the roof or something. They were putting shingles on. Some, yes. And this crane just fell right through it. Which, girl, girl. Put it in half. Like, girl, what you doing? Yeah, what you put down that crane. Yeah, <laughs> what you doing? What you doing? Could you imagine? I know nobody was nobody was home. No, nobody he'll never operate a crane again. We can we can no, talk no. about it and have a little no. laugh. No, he's gonna be a school bus driver, but uh, for the rest of his life, he, there's no way he's gonna yeah, be operating yeah, yeah. a crane. Yeah, no, like, like who's Frank? Gonna what are you doing, Frank? Again? <laughs> Frank, how many first how, the trailer? How many you roofs do a you got to ruin? Frank, you, Frank, this is like every time you ruin a roof, Frank, I got to have a yeah. drink. So they like put it, I mean, this thing fell right down the middle of this house. Yeah, bisected. Put a big crack in it. Everybody, of course, is like memes, right? It's what like, do you do? I wife mean, took half the house. <laughs> you know, like, what do you do? I mean, do you just like have to start over and build a new house? Or can no, you patch that up? It's just the second, you could, you'd have to build a new roof on that section. But what about like all the parts in the middle? You just like patch it up? It depends, man. It depends like how many live wires. Do you live in a bisected house? Yeah, you can't. I'm saying afterwards. It'll like, be condemned. They'll have to rebuild the roof. Uh, how do you sell a house? I mean, afterwards, like, hey, anything wrong with this house? You well, got a new now, roof. One time it was no, no, cut then you, in half the, like no. a magician. At that point, you're like, <laughs> assistant. <laughs> at that point, you have a new roof and you'll be able to sell it. Nobody but it cares. It was more than the roof. It went to like through the roof, didn't it? Through the roof. To yeah. like the, the first, second, second floor. Ah, you can't just put silly putty there arguable. and fix it. Like, you got to. No, you band aid it up, right? All right. I, yeah. mean, I know they can do a lot of stuff. Photoshop. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like afterward, it's like getting like buying a car that's been in a wreck. Like, are you, do you want that car? Or am I going to buy the next? Yeah, car? I want the one that like made it. I want the one that <laughs> <laughs> you feel like, oh, yeah. it can't happen twice. Can't happen twice. So. Lightning, not how. Yeah, that car made it through the first accident. That's uh-huh. the one you want to use again, like a bike helmet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't reuse your bike helmet. Did I thought it see- was funny in my head, but if you if you get in an accident, and you hurt your helmet. You have to get rid of it. Did you see what <laughs> Wally's did? Did you no. see that? Oh, so Wally's Cantina downtown Wall Street. Uh, not Wally's, Wall what? Street. I'm sorry. What are you saying right now? Wall Street. Did you see what Wall Street did? No. So Wall Street, Maybe. Put, a, Wall Street put a sign up front. I'm sorry. I'm mixing up my place. Our producer's eating our, our food. I got to have a little bit. Wall Street it. put a sign out front that said something along the lines of, if your house was bisected today, oh, yeah, you get that. free lunch on us or free food on us. And the guy showed up. Oh, he did? I mm. didn't even know that. That makes me yeah, No, no, no. I just saw a photo of him. Oh, that's great. It's kind of like a handsome dude. I love that you got to kind of play a lot. Like, what are you going to do? Like, your house is cut in half. You can't I'm do gonna go get a free it. taco. Yeah. And, you know, your insurance is going to cover that. Yeah. So you're Maybe. good. Oh, I'm sure. Somebody's insurance is going to cover that. The crane operator's insurance. Yeah. Their premium's going up. He ain't paying up. for that fix. No. 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 And they're going to pay for his hotel bill. They should. They should. They should. Yeah. And the dry cleaning. All of that. Man, he's lucky. It hasn't rained since, right? So at least they can tarp it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. All right. I got power to him. I'm glad he got a free taco. On I, him, hope at so. least. I hope he gets tacos for life. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> Honey, uh, our house. Speaking of. <laughs> you want the good news or the bad news? <laughs> we get free tacos for life, but our house is split. Wait, is it for life? No, I don't either. How's that ceviche? Very good. Ceviche at ceviche. I'm eating like all of it. It's going to hurry up. 
Uh, while we're talking about, we're on the topic. There's a pink palace for sale in Park Lake Highland. Really? Yeah, it's this beautiful historic home. Where is it? 737 Park Lake Circle. Okay. Okay. It's on like the eastern side of the lake, and it looks like a pink cake. This is like off of Colonial. Right off of Colonial. Okay. And it's I've been watching it forever because <laughs> it's just an eccentric, weird-looking home. It's your dream house. It kind it's your of Barbie is. Barbie dream house, Brendan. It, it that is my Barbie dream house. It has a walled-in courtyard. There's like an adjoining little structure that you could rent out in the back. All right. Uh, it's for sale for seven hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars. All right. How Built many in years 19- did you and I have to work to afford that? I wouldn't be able to do the down payment. <laughs> I, but I could probably afford to buy the adjoining granny house in the back. Yeah. Uh, built in the 1920s, and it looks like it's just huge ceilings. You could go to bungalore.com if you want to see photos of the interior and the exterior house that we're talking about. Beautiful, John. Yeah. Beautiful home, and I hope somebody buys it just to restore it. Is it in bad shape? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. God, not like $700,000, I feel like the house should be not in bad shape. But it's two lots, center of Park Lake County, which is like Tony Central, man. I guess if you got that kind of money, you don't care. Like you can fix oh, it. Oh, if you got a million bucks for a house, it's going to cost like probably $200,000, $500,000 just to fix up. But it's a beautiful home. And it's it's going to be the perfect home for somebody who wants to have like Gatsby parties every day. <laughs> if you just want to wear like beaded. I got some meat in my mouth, Brendan, so <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> Trash to Trends is coming up. They're doing a call for artists. This is that recycled fashion show that happens every year. It's a fundraiser for our friends at Keep Orlando Beautiful, which is a it's like a nonprofit arm of the city. They're in charge of like beautification projects and volunteering and cleanups of lakes. Where's that uh, this year? Is that they also run the graffiti program. I think it is at SeaWorld again. Right. You invited me one year. You didn't invite me this year. You went one year and filmed it for us. Yeah, I shot video. Yeah, Red I Bull. Red Bull paid for it. That's yeah, true. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I think a it's fun, a really cool event. It's a fun event. It's thirty-five designers, and you have to make things from trash. Okay. Uh, like old cans or uh, things that it's like the raw, trash. The we all know what trash is, is, right? Why is it got to get racist? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's really the strength What's is the kicking. Event? It's like in January, isn't it? Um, yes. Something like that. It's at yeah. the beginning of the year. The, the, you, the call to artist goes until Halloween. Takes time to you build got, this. You the, got until Halloween. they don't just like, it's not no. derelict. Like, you really do got to make it look yeah. awesome. There's a lot of, like, not great fashion shows here in town. This one's, <laughs> this one's pretty great in the sense that it's it's a show. It's fun. It's fun. And everybody who goes, like, you drink a lot, you eat a lot, you get to see something. Like, it's really art. It's wearable art. Yeah. Some are not great. I yeah. think like two out of the 35 are generally like, yeah, that's, ah, what that's all right. But some are like really cool. So I go check it out. If, you, if you're if you an artist or a designer and you want to mingle and make something really cool, go to keep, or what is it? Cityoforlando.net slash K-O-B. Nobody's going to remember that. Go to bungalore.com. <laughs> look for the photo of this lady who made one. It looks like a butterfly. It's like a butterfly mosaic. Okay. Uh, really pretty picture. Check it out. Check that out. Immediate Mont. That's French for immediately. How are we doing on time? We're good. We're good? Uh, have you re-following that Dimitri Winter Park Gateway project? 
No. Okay, so Dimitri is this like local property owner, and these guys own the pro- the Lombardi Seafood Building. Okay. okay, so they've been floating this idea to redo that whole intersection. It's like a five-way intersection. So wait, this is where the heavy is, right? Yeah, the heavy. The heavy. The heavy. It's so heavy. <laughs> so, so many plants here. It's so heavy. And uh, oh, we just had. Patatas Brabas. This is my favorite Spanish thing. Oh. I actually, I've been to Barcelona. Right. I had some friends that used to live there. Um, you'd go in these little tiny cafes there, and they would serve patatas bravas, and it is super good. Let's get it's my the, uh, favorite thing. Let's get the producer to take a picture. He will. He'll take a photo before we take let's it. Make him work. Eat let's this, make him work. You can't just show up and eat all our food. We're here at Ceviche. Hanging out here in downtown Orlando. This is one of the first places, Brendan, I came when I moved to Orlando. I talked about this last week. I think the I came first on a place date. I went to was Graffiti Junction in Thornton Park. I think the second place I came was Ceviche because they have such awesome happy hour. I like the lanterns. They look like little bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of a grumpy old man in general, but a grumpy old man when it comes to tapas. And uh, I just I love the tapas here though. It's, like, uh, it's, it's totally worth it. Patatas bravas tapas. Yeah, sometimes you get tapas <laughs> and you're like, how did I spend a hundred dollars on tapas? If you didn't I'm have still a, hungry, if you didn't have a shirt on, it'd be a topless patatas <laughs> tapas. Yeah. So come here to ceviche and hang out. It's a good spot. Uh, anyway, Dimitri's. So this lady she owns this five way stop. Right, it's where Orlando Avenue goes across Mill Seventeen Ninety Two. Yeah, that old nightmare. Orlando, uh, and there is talk, which we've shared before, this plan to put a roundabout in there. Ooh, oh my we, God, that like blows this, people's minds when it you does. say roundabout. And this lady, I think her name's Mary Dimitri. She owns four of the properties on those five that five way intersection, uh, and she's been sitting on this the heavy thing, which the heavy is kind of like a longer term pop. up Is it open? It's open. Is it? Like yeah, officially full of plants. open? Yes. Officially really? open, full of plants. I feel like I haven't seen... Like, I know I went to it's their open. opening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I don't feel like I've seen their, like, no. opening. Like, you clearly are not on Instagram because no. well, all the you Instagrammers get all are in the there. Things. You can't just be no, on Instagram. You get a coffee, buy retail, and then you, like, sit in the plants. That's all these people do. All right. So, But that's... In like five years, they, that whole building could go away. And the idea is apparently the city of Winter Park wants it to be mixed use. There is They need more parking on that Orlando Avenue section, which is where the Foxtail and whatever. There's pressure anyway yeah. for Winter Park, city of Winter Park to push for more parking. This, this one person owns most of that property. So she's going to steer it. She really wants it to be a gateway Winter Park project that really marks the entrance into the city. So we don't have a ton of time, but I will say this. I do feel like the section in Winter Park from Orlando Avenue, 1792, whatever you want to call it, until you get to like Fairbanks there, I feel like that's underutilized. I feel like that could be the gateway to Winter Park. Like there's a lot of shops and businesses there. Yeah, There's a lot of, I don't know, like architects and like there's some other businesses, but they should have. I think there should be more re- retail and more, more restaurants along, along that area. I just think there's a there's a lot of potential there because there's not you don't ever see a lot of people walking right there. It's always just like you park, you get out, you go oh, to your thing, and you go. Nope. There could be a lot of walking there. 
Yeah, but it's Winter Park. Who walks in Winter Park? You walk on Park Avenue. No, but yeah, exactly. But that's it. I'm saying Everywhere they, they else is car center. We gotta go. We gotta we oh, gotta take oh, a break. I have things to say, and we'll come right back. I want to eat these patatas. All right. I'm back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyper-local news. And we are hanging out tonight at Ceviche in downtown Orlando on Church Street. Actually, one of my favorite restaurants in Orlando. Oh. One of the first places I went to when I first moved here in 2010. I think they have amazing happy hour. It starts at like 4. I think it goes till 7. But they got awesome deals, like $4 stuff. And I know they do like Tapas Tuesday here. They have something called Wine Wednesday, where I think bottles are under $75 or half off. Can't uh-huh. beat that. It's also a good spot to go before like a basketball game or a, or a soccer game. It's just a cool spot. So come I'm to the beach. I'm, I'm eating. Okay, I'll keep talking. I got the sunrail going by me. It's just a cool spot. It's like a nice spot downtown, too. I it's think not I a divey bar. I came like around could, a date with Scotty. Yeah? No, back in the day. Yeah? It was one of our first dates we came Did he Ceviche. win you over here, or did you win him over? Someone won someone over. Uh-huh, no, obviously. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah. I had a baby. <laughs> He's your patatas bravas. Hey, patatas bravas. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're hanging out here, doing our show, hanging out, and uh, talking all things Orlando. So And I just had a fabulosa. Is that the name of a drink? Now listen to it. Yeah. That is delicious. It is. It was like a I had, cinnamon pina colada. I had some sort of mint drink with booze in it, and it was great. Mojito? So, uh, it wasn't a mojito. It was something else. I have a mojito coming. Yeah. They're, they're known for their sangrias and their mojitos. I have their Spanish beers here when I come here, because you don't see those everywhere. Estrella. Mm-hmm. Oh. Estrella. Oh. It's like I'm a bullfighter when I say that. I feel I like you're yelling that. at me. Right? Yeah. I feel uh-huh. like you're pulling my hair when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about all things Orlando here on Bungalow on the Bus. If you've missed an episode, get it on iTunes, subscribe, uh, and go to bungalower.com so yeah. you can check out all the all latest out. headlines. Make sure that everything we're saying rings true. Or not. <laughs> or not. Just believe us because that's what a gentleman would do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, while I was away... You were in Canada. I was in Canada for a little bit. Shout out to uh, Big Tim for filling in I took my him to shoes. grills. It was like we were on a date, him yeah. and I. F you. He got fried shrimp with cheese in it. That was his what? thing. <laughs> they have a, a, a menu item where there's it's like cheese stuffed fried shrimp. That's the most American thing I've ever That's heard That's why of. he ordered it. He said it was, I think his quote was, this is the most redneck thing I should order. So he and ordered he did it. it. And it was good. Tim's a comedian, local comedian. A very funny one at that, too. And a super nice guy. He does all the local stuff, right? Like he where, does. Where can you see Tim? Did he talk? Uh, I, I think he does a show at the Bull and Bush. And I'm sure he's around town. I know he's working on something to do at, I think, Will's Pub. So uh, just, you know, you can find Tim on, online. He's a funny dude. He calls me sweetie. He calls, well, I don't want to burst your bubble here. He just calls me sweetie. <laughs> okay, well, just, just believe me. that. He doesn't call everybody sweetie. Nope. So while I was gone, uh, cranes were falling on houses. We talked about it. You know, uh, 
And uh, governors were getting elected. Governors were elected. Not really. Governor. They're 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 each each Semi-elected. party chose their their candidate. Election phase one. We had one today. I guess the lieutenant governor is going to be Chris King if he gets elected. Uh, Andrew Gillum chose his lieutenant governor, and yeah. it was Chris King, Winter Park businessman. We don't generally we. On the oh, bumbler.com, yeah. we run by the dinner table test, right? Uh-huh. So we only write about things that you can talk about at the dinner you table. You can talk about that. Accepting religion, politics, and Canadian sex okay. crimes. I don't know. What was the third one? I can't even remember. I don't know. I'm full of mojito. <laughs> and uh, so, but here on the radio show, we can dabble a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, he chose I'm a little him. excited about Chris King. And actually, Ron DeSantis picked somebody as well, and I, I can't remember her name. She's not local, though. That's like an Oprah-Michelle Obama combo. You know, like, that's amazing. Chris King and, and Andrew Gillum, I'm in. Well, the interesting thing is what they is that I think everybody expected him to pick Gwen Graham uh, because she was a little more center, and, and, you know, you thought you had to bring that part of the party in. Mm-hmm. He, he he went the opposite and said, I'm going to pick Chris King. Yeah, Bernie. Little Bernie the uh, whispering angel. I could, Do you know? Do I don't it. know. I'm going to put you Do on the it. spot here, Brendan. Do Go you for know, it. They, they always say, Chris King, Winter Park businessman. Do you know what his business is or not? Oh, you know what? You know who we're going to? I'm going to phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> phone a Am friend. I putting Scotty on the spot here, too? Producer. Do you know? Producer. Uh, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I really... Yeah, actually, he uh, I don't know the name of the company exactly, uh, but but what he does is low-income housing. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Well, so that's he, very he actually, uh, progressive and left of him. So he's making money off the man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Living off the government teat? <laughs> no. So does he do real estate? I mean, yeah, all right. Such a bell. Okay. All right. I love having Scotty Campbell on, on hand. <laughs> All right. So yes. anyway, that was uh, that was news on Thursday that he uh, chose him. And it happened here in Orlando, I think, at Ace Cafe. They announced it. What? I think so. I was over at News 13 while it was happening. So I think they announced it there. What were you doing at News 13? Top secret. Chief Mina stuff? Yeah. This is political. And PBS stuff, too. Political AF. Little bit of little bit of everything. Oh, yeah, because you do stuff for PBS. I do. Kind of a man about town. I try to be. All right. Uh, medical marijuana doctor moved in to the old Epoch Women's Health Center on Virginia Drive. Okay. While we weren't looking. All right. So while those protesters out front uh, were not watching. not they're only still protesting? <laughs> I think they're going to protest more now. Think so? Medical marijuana and women's health. Oh, wait. There's both in there the now? In the same building. Wait, did the did the one move out and the other move in? No, they're just sharing. <laughs> sharing. Oh my gosh. Sharing is caring. Smoking pot and and, and <laughs> babies. <laughs> and blank and babies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I gotta say, I have to, I have an admission to make. Huh. I have to I have to admit something. Yeah. Uh, those cacti that showed up there, I planted did you steal them. Steal some plants? I planted cactus there. Oh, okay. Because I thought, you know what? If those you want to protest, are prickly. If you want to so protest, I'm plant some plants. No, there. I thought if you want to protest, you don't get to sit in the shade. <laughs> and I'm going to plant cactuses funny. here. Now you have to sit out in the sun and sweat it out. Yeah, because yeah, I'm that kind of guy. All right. And I got to say, the cactus look gorgeous. Oh, good. I saved them from the uh, from the yard. Good, good. Now you no. need some sort of. I don't know what else could you put there to just make, just make like their heads explode. Our producer's trying to get me to talk more about Chris King. All right, 
not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. He seems like a good guy. Seems like a good guy. He's cute. All the pictures show off his pecs. He's All got right. my, he's got my vote. He's got, he's my got vote. your vote based yeah. on his body. That's why I voted for Justin Trudeau. Okay. <laughs> and that worked out great. All right. Apparently, Another. Paul Ryan's pretty ripped, too. I don't know if that's going to work for you, though. No, no, no. When I was up in Canada, all everybody was talking about were tariffs. Yeah? Yeah, trade wars. Canada yeah. is, like, on edge because we're, like, a resource-based economy. Yeah. You know, most people up there make their money off of steel and lumber, and yeah. that really affects people. Um, and wages are higher. They're talking about possibly bringing in foreign workers. Wow. Yep. Like, it's a big thing. So, oh, I'm talking about politics. Speaking again. of higher wages, though, Disney's supposed to have $15 an hour $15. wages by 2021, I think. John, when I first started working at Disney, I used to work in the Canadian Steakhouse at Epcot. Did they pay you in Canadian dollars? They might as well have because I was getting paid <laughs> $2.50 an hour. Well, you're a waiter. Yeah. That's what they do, right? You know I'm not what? saying that's right. I'm just saying that's, that's, that's what they don't do. Ask me, don't ask me to be like... Bussing tables and filling ah, salt shakers and stuff yeah. for two dollars and fifty cents an hour plus tips. Yeah, they're not paying me the tips. The, yeah. <laughs> the people I'm serving are paying me the tips. It, it, you cannot be asking people to do anything for two dollars and fifty cents an hour. True, true. So would you get a check that was oh like? Oh my gosh, they just brought us lamb chops. Look at those French lamb chops. Wow. You'll be able to see a picture when we share this on bungalow.com. Yeah, we're here at ceviche. Oh, they're baby lamb. Baby chops. lamb chops. Because that's a double negative. <laughs> Is it? Double negative? What do you call it? Wow. Redundant? These look amazing. I'm going to eat the heck so, yeah, out of this. Uh, so Disney is going to up their, their hourly wage to $15 an hour by 2021. This is a big deal, though, for like the unions and Disney to agree on this. And there's a lot of talk locally of how this will change sort of the local economy because this means that Universal will probably have to do that, and then SeaWorld will ha probably have to do that, and then you have all these other places that, hey, if I can go work at Disney for fifteen dollars dollars an hour, why, why am, am I, I working at McDonald's? Exactly. So yeah. it, it'll be interesting how that sort of affects a lot of stuff. I want to know how how high the ticket price is going to have to go. I don't know. Like, I mean, they so they talked about this a little bit. I mean, it, it has increased like thirty four percent in the last six years, or something like that. Yeah, and that was before they were paying people fifteen dollars an hour. I'm sure the folks at Disney have figured out their formulas. I want to know it. I want to know what the formula is because I'll tell you, they watch your, they watch your hours, man. They don't want to pay you time and a half. No. But they have people working. I was working like, you know, 80-hour weeks there sometimes Uh huh. because they just make you work through it. Yeah. They did not care. And, cause, and of course, they don't care because my base pay was $2.50 <laughs> an hour, John. $2.50. It sounds like you're not mad about that after 10 years. Much. But I, I was clearing a hundred grand yeah. in tips. <laughs> so what are you mad about? Clearing hundred grand in tips. Well, because they weren't paying me health care, right? Yeah. They weren't doing anything. They were like, come here and do whatever we tell you. Yeah. For two dollars and fifty cents an I, hour. If I could make a hundred grand, I'd make two dollars and fifty cents. Covering an hour. my rent. And I had to live in staff accommodations. Oh, were, so now you're not even like are you paying for that? I was paying for oh, it. They okay. take it out of your paycheck. Oh, of your two fifty out an hour? of your two fifty an hour. <laughs> and there were times where I'd have to throw Sounds another like a fifty bucks out. To be honest with you. You know what it is? It's uh industry it's an industry town. Like an indentured servant. Yeah. I actually wrote about the first thing I ever wrote for Orlando Weekly ah. uh, was a piece on how it was an industry town. Okay. And they 
you can't if you lose your job, you can't live there. Yeah. And if you get kicked out of staff accommodation, you can't work there. Ha. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So we'll see how this this we still got two years, two, three years on this, so it might be a while. But I think it's gonna change some things around here locally. Uh since we're talking about Disney, did you hear about uh Ginger Binge? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I know she was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Was yeah, twice, yeah. twice, twice. All stars so in I don't the other keep up like you seven. do. I'll tell you everything. I Joshua I Joshua Josh. Eads Brown is the man face behind the makeup. Yep, I had met him boy. at Sleuth Mystery Dinner Theater. Oh, okay. Years ago, when I was doing a story on the uh, International Drive. Still does occasional shows at Hamburger Mary's. It was fun. I had a good time over at so Super nice guy, too. He was super nice behind the stage. Like, we did a, I did an interview with him. Very, very nice. Really, really funny on stage as Josh, well. Josh did an amazing production of Hedwig and the Angry Inch uh-huh. back in the day. And it was fantastic. And it was fun to see, you know, like a bigger boy play that role. Yeah. Uh, generally, they're he's, a little more. He's solid. As my Sol- grandma would say, Sol- he's a solid man. Doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. Nice guy. Uh, Does he still live locally? Yeah, I think based out of Orlando still. Okay. But like when you're a RuPaul girl, true, you're all over the world. That's true. So Australia. what does he have to do with Disney? Uh, there's a petition started for him to play Ursula. Okay. In the live production of The Little Mermaid. I can see that. It kind of looks like Ursula. Actually, At least the, the animated version. And the animated version was uh, inspired by Divine, which was John Waters' muse back in the day, that uh-huh. Baltimore filmmaker. And so th- there's already a premise, you know, there, not premise, there's already precedent. Precedent, there thank you go. very much, uh, of a drag queen being in a Disney film. And, uh, and I think he would kill it. He actually won a Divine inspired challenge on his season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Nice. Amazing, so funny, like iconic moment for the series, and uh, and I myself think that he'd kill it. Did you sign the petition? I did. All right, with my I name. I haven't. Maybe I will. All right, I shared right. it on bungalore.com. All Everybody right, I saw that. It. Yeah, you can see some clips too in the story that we shared of him performing, her performing, whatever, cool. uh, him performing as. Yeah. Oh, you're as gonna get Ginger the emails. Minch. You get the emails. Gender, who cares? <laughs> right? Construct. Blah blah blah. Uh yeah, anyway, love to see love to see that. We I have, would love to see that. We'll have another announcement coming up, too, about an Orlando-born actor making it big, uh, but we can't say anything yet. It's Ooh, a secret. secret. Super Is it exciting. Carrot Top? It's a young, a young actor making their first break. Okay. And I'm sworn to secrecy. Oh, but it's amazing. Uh, it's not Carrot Top. <laughs> not Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't say anything because my producer will slap me. All right. He's a handsy guy. Um, Orange County Arts and Cultural Affairs is they handle like the tourist tax development funds. Billions of dollars. Eventually. Millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Thousands of dollars. (laughs) Just a lot of dollars. Dozens of dollars. (laughs) So I need that's that's the like heads and beds tax. Yep. People stay at a hotel. They pay a lot of money. This tax happens. The money goes into a coffer. And a bunch of that goes into supporting arts and culture here in the county. All right. Uh, and they have, like, a big fund, right? Yeah. They have a blockbuster fund. Yeah, which I know some has gone to a Merce, I think. that's They're the first person, first group to ever get they the fund. They shouldn't funding. call it a blockbuster. I mean, blockbuster is out of business, don't you think? Like, 
They need to call it something the new. Term is still. I know, but I think a blockbuster <laughs> video. I guess it's it's <laughs> meant to fund really big events that don't happen all the time. Not an annual event. It should be something like out of the norm. Even though Immerse is an annual event, uh, I think it's exciting. What was I saying? So they're looking. <laughs> so the county is looking. Wow, Mojito. I love happy hour. At Man. Happy hour. At they just keep bringing us food. What'd you bring us Don't now? Don't you guys know I'm supposed to go get dinner tonight? Is that more patatas bravas? We got Brazilian, Brazilian skirt steak. Uh-huh. We got potatoes. <laughs> he said it in Spanish. <laughs> Tzatziki. Potatoes and all kinds of stuff. You keep talking foreign to me, and I'll yeah. keep drinking. <laughs> We're here at Ceviche, hanging out and eating. You. Oh, that is a hot plate. Hot plate. He didn't even warn you. I, I think know. we make him nervous. Gosh. It's this big old microphone in my face. <laughs> anyway, you guys might have to eat all this. What were we talking Let's about? Let's go to dinner tonight. Orange County Arts and Cultural Affairs. Yep. They is, want you on your, their board. They want you on their board. Yes. That, and the board decides where all that money goes. That money that we were talking about. How do you... So they don't vote. Do you just like apply and they pick? Yeah. And then Terry... It looks... It sounds like Terry Olson, man with the hair. Uh-huh. Uh, who's like the head of the director of Orange... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, County yeah Arts he's Cultural Affairs Department. He has, some, he has a neat way to tie his ties. Yeah, I guess. He ties them all, all triangly. Like a skew? I don't know how he does it. He does it. He's got a Thai person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thai person. <laughs> With an H. Did you hear it? Uh, I don't know. They want he you decides. on their board. He decides. You they're, can apply for they're it. They're looking for people to be on the board to help decide where that money goes. Yeah. If you're an artist, if you're tired of seeing like the where the money is going, yeah. this step is up. an opportunity for you to step up. Stop complaining. And Yeah. Or shut up about it. That's right. You know, I say get in on it. I'm thinking about it. You think so? Yeah, I've got some opinions. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a regular listener, you know that. Yeah. They I, never get you in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble every week. Yeah. But I... Yeah. It's because you care, Brendan. It can be a little incestuous. Because you, uh, you care. The spending in the arts community is incestuous, <laughs> and I and I don't like it. You're, 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 this is how you get off this committee. This is how they kick you off before you're they even won't let on me it. On. I don't, well, because it's curated, I'm sure I wouldn't even have a chance. But I'm going to apply anyway. All right. You should. Because I have opinions. You only meet six times a year. Yeah, twice. I can do that. Twice, once every two yeah. months. I'll just not have a meeting that night. I'll cancel another meeting to have this meeting. All right. I think uh, you should apply. I think I should too. And I and it's county, you know. So yeah. Like spend the money countywide. They have a they have an art s- sculpture series that happens on the lawn at the Orange County Administration you think building it should downtown. Be more countywide. Yes. I believe I, I could see that. Yes. I mean, you gotta. I mean, that is your county building. You own that property. It's probably yeah. it's probably easier to do it there, and you have the spots. But I get what you're saying. People that live in Apopka, live in Fort Christmas, live in Bithlow, whatever, Enough. they don't come downtown all Let the time. Let them see it. Yeah. Let the, those people living in rural areas, and I know this because I grew up in a rural area, uh, can benefit the most from the arts. I agree. No, I agree on that. downtown. This should be about bringing it to them. I agree. Right? There is more. And then that's what better way to prove the value of art than to oppress it upon the people who don't get to see it all the And time. you could also make it like a destination. Like if you and put it that's somewhere why that's why I'm of- running for Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> what are you running for? Orange County mayor? You got four years. No, never. All right. I want to be able to actually do something. All right. <laughs> no. That's what I have to say. All right. 
So I have to say. So yeah, apply for that. When's oh, the deadline? Do you know? Don't know. Uh, do it fast. Don't procrastinate. It's soon. I feel like it's like in a month. Okay. I think you have a month to do it. The faster the better. We only have a few minutes. Yeah. All right. So there's some things we're working on. There has been activity. People are painting Oblivion, Oblivion Bar. Yeah. Over in Colonial, which we are assuming uh, means someone bought it. I so hope so. We'll see what that means. I mean, they got like a, a beer license there at least, right? Did they serve liquor there? I don't building? remember. Yeah, I think so. They had. They definitely craft beer. Yeah. Um. There's been some big shakeups whispered about in Soto. Really? With an older business, which I cannot say yet because it hasn't been confirmed. Is it Target? I'm not getting older. <laughs> local business. Uh, which might have to relocate. Really? And we will let you know, hopefully, in the next week what that means. I don't even, I'm trying to think what it would be. We're working with the Global Peace Film Festival. We'll be talking about them more. Amazing uh, film festival with things that are about internationalism and, you know, like cool. Is that the one that they're showing that documentary at the Enzian or not? A lot of documentaries. I think there's an MIA documentary. It's running from September 18th to the 23rd. Cool. Can I talk uh, about a project I'm working on? Yeah, if it's Great good. American Read on, on PBS. Oh. Doing some work on that. A bunch of stuff that I've shot is airing right now with the Great American Read. I did a short documentary on Zora Neale Hurston and Their Eyes Were Watching God. I love that book. So that should be up here pretty soon. Local I actually read it while I was working on the project. I had never read it before. What do you think? It was good. Like I read it really quick. I probably read it in like three or four days because it's not really that long. It's only like 200 pages. A little hard to read yeah, unless you she, read it out loud. Right, because she writes it uh, conversationally. Yes. And I, so there's some parts, but you get used to it. You start seeing the same words. But fantastic book. It's one of 100 books on the list of the uh, best book that they're going to reveal in a program on PBS that you can vote on right now. But we did some local stuff for PBS, and so that was one of them. I also did a grew up video. In Eatonville. She grew up in Eatonville. Yeah, well, yeah, grew up in Eatonville. Li- born in Alabama, but grew up in Eatonville. And, uh, yeah, sort of Eatonville sort of shaped her. But I found out a bunch of interesting things about her. But I also did a video on a guy who got a uh, a literary tattoo of the Count of Monte Cristo on (laughs) on the side of his body. So I thought that was kind of cool. I love that. Look for those on PBS. They'll they'll be on WCF. I actually did a blog for the Orange County Library System. Oh, I saw that. I saw that you posted. I didn't read it though. Yeah, they ask you. They asked a number of local notables like myself to write about a book that impacted them from the Great America Reads list, and I was this kind of a sign, not really. Yeah. uh, The Chronicles of Narnia, which is actually written by a British man. Uh, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis. Right. Loved Jesus. Yeah, he did. It's really more what I talk about uh, <laughs> than the actual <laughs> book. But it's a rambling treatise. How long how is I rambling? About it. Uh, 500 words, I think. About. How many? That's not very long. 500. No, no. And that's good. It's funny. If you like how I talk, you'll like how I write. All right. That's all we have to say. We're out of time. Oh, let's. We look, are out of time. Wait, My gosh. Let me do. Do we, do we have time to do a couple say of things? Say it. If you, keep, if you keep asking, we're not going to have time. Taste of Central Florida, Saturday, 630 to 10. Last Straw Block Party at Wall Street, Cantina, 9 p.m., celebrating the last of the straws. Katie Lang is in town. Sixth anniversary to the venue. Happy anniversary. That's happening Sunday at 7 p.m. Celebrity bartending, 6 to midnight at Savoy on Tuesday. I'll be there. 9 and o'clock. Your bartending. Come on by. In your underwear? Yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ceviche, for hosting us. 
We are absolutely full, and I still have to go get dinner tonight. I haven't even eaten this lamb chop. Not yet. I'm going to have a lamb chop. All right. Baby lamb chop. Baby lamb chop. See you next week.